Hey, it's Jocelyn here with the Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast, and I'm excited to be recording another podcast episode. I actually think about what I want to say in podcast episodes all the time. (laughs) It's really fun for me. So I'm glad you're joining me, and today we are going to dive into some tips and tricks for getting into summer and enjoying summer with your kids and not kind of dreading it and having it seem like it takes and goes on forever. So hopefully with some of these tips, it will help you to enjoy your summer a little bit better. I'm rooting for you, Mama. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life, and I can help you. Thanks for joining! Alright, so during the summer, you often will probably have your kids home more if you send them to public school, or even if you homeschool them, your structure might change a little bit. And just kind of being around people more, if you're not used to being around them or adding the heat, can complicate things. (laughs) It can make for for some difficult situations, and today I'm actually going to talk about the difficult situations, ways you could handle them to hopefully make it smooth, be- go smoother and better without so many um, strains on relationships, especially with your sweet little children. We cannot control our children. It sounds great in our minds, and we really wish that they would listen when we ask them to do things, but often they tend to use that gift of agency that they've been given and they don't respond well. They don't listen. They throw tantrums and they pull all your strings and all your patient limits. (laughs) They make you want to go to the crazy farm and rip all your hair out and wish they were back in school. You can have and you probably will have some of those moments this summer. What are you going to do when you have those moments where you just want to tear your hair out? You are frustrated, overwhelmed, stressed, and one more tantrum is going to send you over the edge and make you go crazy. (laughs) Are you there? I have been there, and I've been there a few times lately, if you can't tell by the, the strain in my voice. We have had some moments. So this episode, and oftentimes these Friday episodes are for me in my motherhood, as I'm striving to find positivity too. So these reminders are as much for me as they are for you. But the first one is to remember that we as moms get to choose how we are going to respond, not our kids. Our kids do not pick that we're going to yell at them. They do not pick that we're going to get frustrated. They do not pick that we're going to get angry and short. We pick that. Now, most oftentimes, it's unconsciously. Unconsciously, we just kind of react to how we feel and what's going on with the emotions in our heart and in our mind and we just act. Oftentimes we don't take that little extra step to think about it, to think about how we want to respond, to choose how we want to respond. We just kind of become subject to the natural man in us that wants us to respond how we, our anger and our frustration wants us to respond. 
which is not always the best way to respond, let's be honest. Sometimes we respond in ways that we really regret later and we feel really bad and kind of give us even more mom guilt of why did I do that? Why did I lash out at my child? Why did I spank them and be extra harsh for something that they really didn't understand or didn't mean to do? Why did I act that way? And it can be very frustrating and very heavy and make us not be the people and the women that we desire to be. So I want you to be conscious next time you have a confrontation with one of your children and take that extra step to think it through a little bit. How do you want to respond? Think about it right now. What would be your ideal way of responding when someone tests your patient limits? What would, your be, what would be your ideal to do? Now, in all honesty, you're not going to hit your ideal. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> I don't hit my, my ideal quite often. But it's the striving to get there, the little by little, small thing upon small thing, line upon line, that will bring the great things to pass, that will bring you improving in this relationship as a mother with your child. And you can do this. It's not super hard. It just takes some intentionality. Maybe in those heated moments, it's really hard to remember to slow down and that you get to choose. You are in control of you. And with your agency, you're able to choose how you respond. But maybe you can't remember to respond well. In that case, I just want you to breathe. I had to do that this morning with my son. I had to take three deep breaths and consider how I was going to handle the situation. (laughs) Things that you ask to get done over and over and over and over and over over again and they don't get done can be very irritating and frustrating. So just simply breathing is actually another way to help you remember and at least slow you down from yelling and screaming in ways and tones that you're going to regret later. So breathe. The next thing was to remove yourself from the situation. If your kids are big enough, if they're little, I'll talk about something else you got to do. But if they are, I would say, three or four and older, you just need to probably leave them in the room, tell them to stay there, and tell them you need to go walk away for a minute. Sometimes just clearing your head, leaving the situation, letting some of those hot and fiery, angry emotions drain can help you really to focus a lot better, be a little bit more patient, and again, give you that time to think about how you would like to handle the situation. To think through the scenarios and the situations and what would be best to implement or to help your child in disciplining them or moving forward with this particular situation. So if they're, like I say, three to four or older, you can do that, you can walk away. If they're younger than that, you probably need to put them in a safe spot for both of you. And that would be like their crib. Just go put them in their crib. They're not getting hurt and you're not hurting them if they're in their crib. And just let them cry. It doesn't hurt our children to let them cry. It took me too many years to learn this, but it really does not hurt them if you let them cry a little bit. And if it gives you some space between a grouchy child, that's what you need to do. Unfortunately, I learned this a little later, probably with baby or child three and four. I got a little bit better at this, just separating yourself, putting them in their crib to cry, and you in a different room or walking around outside, but still being close to work off some of that negative energy where you're both safe. It can be annoying to listen to them cry, so pop in some earbuds or, like I say, walk close outside, but just let them work it out too. They have negative emotions as well. And 
sometimes when I would just let my kids cry it out in their crib, they'd actually end up falling asleep, which was probably good for both of us as well. So today we talked a little bit about the hard parts of summer and being around our children more often. That can be very difficult. So when you're feeling that heated anger and frustration with just being around each other a little more, kids who don't listen, you know the thing because you're a mom as well. The first thing is to remember that you get to choose how you respond and how you want to show up for your kids when you get after them or discipline them. The next step was to breathe, take in like three big, deep cleansing breaths, (sighs) blow it all out, breathe in again, (sighs) practice it right now, it's refreshing to breathe. (laughs) And then for the third one, walk away or put your young ones in their crib. Mama, being a mom is hard. It is not very easy. And I want to help you through this season. What is your hard right now? If you would message me or send me a um, email, (laughs) that's the word I was looking for. Send me an email. My email is in the show notes on what your heart is. And I want to help you with your heart. I will send you back a message for free of just some tips that can help you get through your certain situation. You are doing amazing and your children need you, even if you feel imperfect, even if you fall short like I do on a regular basis. Keep going, keep pushing forward and being the mom that you desire to be. And when you're not that mom, give yourself some grace. It doesn't help you or anyone to beat yourself up about it. I am cheering for you. Send me a message, share this episode with someone who has kids coming home this summer And most of all, implement what you're learning into your life. You got this. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. For listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight, and becoming the mom you desire to be, through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.